0: Howdy, everybody, and welcome to tonight's episode of the Fab Five Campaign here on the Random Rhapsody Network. As always, we are live streaming here first on Twitch.tv, and then the episode will be uploaded to YouTube and on podcast one week later. But before we get into tonight's episode, we wanted to showcase one of our group's projects. So Kyle, it's over to you.
1: That's right, Matt. You know... In my free time, I like to keep myself busy. One of the talents is woodworking. As a fan of role-playing games, one day I made a dice box for myself, and then a few more for my friends. It turns out I'm pretty good at it. Now, I'm sharing my talents with the world. If you would like a custom-made dice tray, for you or as a gift, think of JS Creations. What a special shape. Want a special shape? No problem. Seen something made from wood but don't want to pay the designer price? Think JS Creations. Why JS? It stands for Jedi Slayer. Stop asking stupid questions. (laughs) Ask the right one. Can you make that for me? And you can ask me that question on Venmo at Kyle-Thomas-21137. This ad brought to you by water. It might be clear, but you know it when you see it. Water. Back to you, Matt.
0: Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate that. Um, I've seen his dice trays, by the way, and um, I have a couple myself, and they are amazing. So definitely check them out. We will throw up that website on, um, on Twitch into the chat here in a little bit. Uh, Kyle, if you want to uh, text that to me, I will get it into the uh, chat information um what were you saying uh vale?
2: i didn't say anything
0: oh i thought somebody said something sound like you okay my bad anyway uh thank you again kyle for that uh, information about your dice trays um so well without further ado let's go ahead and jump right on into tonight's session when we last left off the Fab Five had just rescued Eloise from the lake after she had been thrown overboard by the white tabaxi named Alnad. Convinced that this individual was not only Blood from Stone's dead twin brother, but also the one responsible for the break-in at the Conclave, Blood tried his best to convince the captain of the City Watch of this threat. Unfortunately... With the ship well away into Radagast, there was little the captain could do unless the individual returned to the port. Disheartened by the missed opportunity, Blood elected to accompany Eloise into the woods to do a bit of soul-searching, while Apollyon and Nykthros headed out to their pit-fighting event, accompanied by Liam. That evening it turned out that it was Nykthros Vale who was the champion as he easily managed to overcome the gold dragonborn sorcerer with his undead minions, as well as a forgotten order of operations on my part. Apollyon, unfortunately, did not have the same luck as his half-draw companion and in the end he was defeated by a Goliath barbarian. The next day, Blood and Veil vale headed out to Mitchell's Marvelous Mercantile to pick up the commissions they had ordered, while Liam, Apollyon, and Eloise elected to spend some time with their four horses before the meeting at the erudite conclave. Unfortunately, after receiving their new mag- magical items, Blood and Veil vale were stopped by a familiar human bard, accompanied by a group of rather unsavory-looking individuals. It was the same bard that the Fab Five had met the first time they encountered the cult of the Dreamers' armies. He cautioned the pair that while he wasn't there to start a fight, he had no qualms about the collateral damage that would be involved if the pair attempted anything. He told Blood and Veil that he only wanted to have a chat and that it hadn't been particularly difficult to track down their group. He even agreed. To let them call for their companions to join them, suggesting a nearby cafe to retire to, so as to not trouble Mitchell's business any further. While his tone may have sounded like a suggestion, I doubt either of you two actually took it as one. But, blood, veil, you two had said that you were heading outside. And as Vale, you step towards the door, the dwarf standing there at Mitchell's door pushes it open and holds it for you as you both step outside the enchantment shop, followed closely by the two half orcs and the two humans as well. And as you two kind of step out into the street, the question of the day comes to everyone's mind. Um, the two of you out in the street in front of Mitchell's, the other, four, uh, the other three. In with the horses but the question that you rolled for today is what is your favorite flower or scent and Liam since you're the one who rolled it what's your favorite flower or scent
1: easy enough favorite scent as soon as you open a fresh bottle of whiskey oh just takes you off your feet and then the whiskey does if it's any good too
0: (laughs) Indeed it does. Indeed it does. love a good whiskey myself. Eloise, um, how about you? What's your favorite uh, flower or scent?
3: Oh mine is, is um, I think we call it wisteria. It's really beautiful. it kind of it kinda like 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 a, like a waterfall of flowers. It's really pretty and it smells so nice.
0: Okay. I like it. Apollyon, how about you?
2: The smell of victory in the morning with <laughs> me standing over my body and rose petals raining down from the stadium. And as I clutch one in my teeth and raise my fist up high, I also smell that manly stench from my armpit. And it knows that I have worked hard and asserted my dominance this day.
4: <laughs> Told you he wasn't going to disappoint. He was not. I love that. <laughs> uh,
0: you know what? Inspiration to you, Apollyon. I absolutely love that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Blood from a stone. How about you?
4: <laughs> Mine's not as poetic as that. Uh, I think it would just be the smell of, you know, rain back in the deserts back home. Something I haven't been able to enjoy in a very long time.
0: Yeah, they say that the the smell of a rainstorm on a desert is truly an amazing smell. Okay, last but not least, Niktharos Vale. What's your favorite flavor scent?
5: I would say my favorite scent is rotting flesh or a corpse. Knowing that a friend is just one spell away is very comforting. Ah. <laughs> Even better.
0: Well played all <laughs> around, everybody. I like it. Okay. So, as these thoughts are coming to your mind, and blood and veil, the two of you step outside into the street. The street out there is moderately crowded from for that time of day, with people walking around in groups of twos or threes, broken up occasionally by a person on horseback or a hand-drawn cart moving down the street. The bard steps around to face the two of you, while the other four spread out a little bit, uh, clearly taking uh, positions around the two of you. The bard, um, I will describe for you one more time, is a human man of average height, um, wearing... Dark blue trousers, a a much lighter blue vest, and a white-plumed shirt. He has uh, very golden blonde hair. Um, Not too long, just kind of quaffed backwards a little bit in a fanciful do. He has a lute on his back as well. And he kind of smiles in a cocky sort of way as he says, "'So what's it going to be, gentlemen?' He kind of raises an eyebrow, and he crosses his arms in front of you. Are we going to be civil and have a polite conversation? Or are you going to try something stupid and ruin what is starting to be a really nice and sunny day out? And he kind of nods up to the bright blue sky, with only the faintest hint of clouds.
5: Vale gives him a, a side glance and a smile, and just with a quick flick of the wrist cast mage armor with the um, the spell he stored in his ring.
0: Okay. And you, you, everyone kind of sees the little <coughs> shimmer go around about him. And the bard says, Is that your answer then? <laughs> I mean, the cafe is just a few minutes walk and your other two pals can meet us there.
5: He just says, It's not my answer. It's just a precaution. I'm sure you understand.
0: I understand that you guys are extremely twitchy that's for sure. but as I said, conversation and a cup of tea I mean your your big red friend should definitely hear what I have to say. So what's it gonna be?
5: Uh, I kind of look at um, blood and just motion um, towards the cafe. So I'm not answering him directly, but I am communicating with blood. Tell you what, I got no
4: problem with the conversation, but we are not walking there with you. If you really want to have this conversation, you'll meet us there in an hour.
0: <laughs> and the bar just kind of giggles a little bit at that. Go ahead and roll a persuasion roll.
5: Uh, can I give him the help action?
0: Sure, why not?
5: So that would be at advantage.
0: So, how are you going to help him?
5: Got a 24. Uh, I'm <clears throat> going to go up next to him and kind of, uh, without talking directly to the barks, I've got nothing to say to this guy right now. Uh, I'm going to just kind of uh, uh, gesture in a persuasive manner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You know, at one point
4: in time, I was wanting to join (coughs) y'all's ranks. We've actually never really had any animosity towards you. Every incident that we've had has been instigated by y'all.
0: Yeah, that's not true at all.
4: Actually, it is. I was more than willing to go meet with your dream witness. Even the woman there. Oh, by the way, Volik, she's unfortunately dead. Uh, Even she could tell I was telling the truth then. And every other time, you have shown up to ruin our party. So, we have not had any.
0: It's adorable that you say that, but look, you don't really, you don't seem to really understand the situation you find yourselves in. I'm not here to negotiate with you, and you aren't going to wiggle your way out of the better position than you're in right now. If we wanted to kill you, we would have done so already. To be completely honest... You tried.
5: Veil lets out a huge laugh, like a, ha!
0: As he continues, um, to be completely honest, I think we're being awfully generous with you by even speaking to you now. But oh,
4: orders I fully he, understand. He orders I actually... Orders.
0: And right now, here's how this is going to work. You can come with us right now. And we have this polite conversation over it, over some tea. Or you can walk away and miss the opportunity. I'm not planning on staying in this town for very long. I got plenty to do and all that. Well, then, but there will be consequences for your action, Boyo. And make no mistake about that. You came to us. You've killed our people. And yet we have, for the most part, left you alone.
4: You really haven't.
0: And you can just come and hear what I have to say, or I go tell the boss that I'm not interested, and I go my separate way.
4: let tell you what, we will wait here for our friends to arrive, and then we can walk together.
0: It's three blocks down. You're I don't really, care. You, you, you really need to make a, a whole thing about this? Yeah.
4: We're gonna wait for our friends to get here. I'm not.
0: Well, then I'm if you think is your answer, and if
4: you seem to fit, th- hey, I'm. You don't seem to actually want to talk, then. Oh, because no, you, I don't. Well, your as boss seems to want you to. I'm
0: here out of orders, and quite frankly, I think you should just be dead and done with it. But I said I'd make the effort.
5: Vale. Looks at blood and gives him another glance and nods towards the cafe and he just starts walking towards the cafe.
0: Now that's a man who understands the position he's in, and the bar so, so. will step will step toward along with you, Vale, <coughs> keeping a, keeping pace. Two of the, their group kind of begin to follow as well, while the other three remain with standing there looking at you, blood.
4: Well, I'll start walking, but I'm going to say over my shoulder, "You know, we've killed probably two to two two hundred and fifty of y'all."
0: You hear? I kind think you remember that. Kind of a, a chuckle and a snort from the half orc standing. And there's there. only
4: five of us.
0: so
4: I'll bring the stone up and I'll tell them to meet us there
0: okay um what are, message are you sending I believe it's I guess, has guess it.
4: do we know the name of the cafe
0: you could ask
4: I mean <laughs> <laughs> the tea and scrumpets <laughs> I'll ask one of the half orcs is like I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that you actually speak common and you're not too stupid what's the name of the cafe
0: the the half orc kind of smiles at you and says, "It's adorable how you're trying to do whatever this is." It's called the East Wall Cafe.
4: I tell them I was like, "Leave the horses. Meet at the East Wall Cafe." Okay.
1: ASAP. So Eloise, you said that into the message stone. Yeah.
0: So Eloise, uh, Liam, and Apollyon. The three of you had been spending t- uh, time in the stables. Uh, Liam working with uh, his horse, Gravel. Uh, Eloise, you had been uh, assisting in that and actually talking to your horse, to, or to their horse, with uh, Speak with Animals. And um, Apollyon was trying to bench press the horses, but <laughs> or, or power lift them or something, I don't remember. But
2: I don't remember. It, well, yeah, I was... <laughs>
0: And doing not so great a job, but decent enough. Anyway, as you guys have been working there for probably about oh, it's probably been maybe about an hour and a half since the boys left. Eloise, uh, you hear Blood from a Stone's message come into your through your mind calling you to the East Wall Cafe.
3: Eastwall Cafe. Have we been to a Cafe? Does anybody know
4: where anybody's cafe is? I don't think so.
0: And Blood from a Stone, that's what you hear in reply. Eastwall Cafe. <laughs> Have we ever been to an Eastwall Cafe? I've never heard of an Eastwall Cafe.
4: Well if we've spent hours walking around this place.
1: Literally. Uh, I'm sure hours. we can ask around and find find it but we don't immediately know where it is i
3: don't try- know try to just take about an hour. the east wall cafe
1: yeah yeah that was the message which
2: dot is it on the map
0: i actually haven't put it on the map but i can tell you it is basically it's three you- blocks mm-hmm. from mitchell's yeah, we know if that you, if you look on mitchell's you go one block to the east and two blocks to the north along the wall And that's where the cafe would be. It's actually not a difficult thing for you guys to find. And it only takes you about 20 or so minutes hurrying to um, find your way there. (laughs) Give me one second here.
3: Prepare, Prepare for a stable it, transition. It, it didn't
1: yeah. sound super,
4: like, urgent or anything. It did
3: say ASAP. Yeah, but you always sound so
0: mellow.
4: Well, it's just, he's a chill-out guy.
0: So, what do you guys, uh, you guys, so like I said, Eloise, you hear this message, you, you blurt out in return, what, 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 what? Uh, blah, 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 um, <laughs> what are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, I figured we we'd ask around and find out where the East Wall Cafe is and get there within 20 minutes. There's not too much more to it than that, I guess. Yes. Okay.
0: Just making sure. So, yes, you guys all hurry out and as I said, it's not difficult to ask around and, and I'm not going to make you roll for that. It does take you about 20 minutes to head in that direction, you've but running at a good pace you are able to head that direction in about tw- 20, 20 yeah 20 minutes is fine
1: i do not go my full speed i stay in pace with the others
3: oh thanks liam
0: so blood leah veil the two of you are escorted uh, a short distance away Um, You're scattered east along the main street for about a block before turning north along the stone wall that separates the inner city of Valena from the outskirts of the East Town District. There, you find a brightly painted yellow building with a red shingled roof and a large outdoor stone brick patio complete with five tables, two of which seem to already be occupied by patrons. You can see... A thin human with long white beard moving f- about the patio, refilling drinks, taking orders before scurrying back inside to fetch things. Obviously a waiter. The bard confidently strides up to the man as he exits from the um, the cafe and um, a bit, after a few very brief words, waves you over to one of the nearby tables. The first one um, closest to the the road. What's I? Yeah. A, f- a few moments later, the bard kind of waves you all over, and begins to pull chairs from the empty tables around to the closest one, as I said. Um, and then mo- and after that, once there's a good nine ten ta- uh, chairs around there, or sorry, eight chairs around there. He um, sits down at one and kind of waves everybody over. The two of you are kind of standing there watching this, but they're standing behind you as the other four.
4: Of the patrons sitting down, when he walked in and then when we walk up, how many of them look up? And is it just a casual glance of, oh, somebody new's coming in, or is it some kind of knowing recognition? Like, are there more people here?
0: Okay. Make a perception check.
4: Uh, where is my perception? Hey there,
0: Anesthetic. Uh, thanks for tuning it's in. I'm always happy to see you here. Okay, 26. You see, there is... A, in fact, I'll even pop them up for you. There is an individual right here. And an individual right here. Who looked up when the bard walked over to the man and began talking to him. But both of them were kind of cl- casual glances. You kind of watch as a few others kind of look up every so often, but it's more of a, oh, somebody new coming by, okay, getting back to your meal kind of thing. Um, the four sitting at the closest table to the small fenced-in area around, around the patio. Um, you see a dwarf, let's see, a dwarf, um, a humanish-looking woman with really dark hair, uh, another human in robes and a gnome seated at that table, and at the other you see two more humans and a halfling. Um, they're honestly not paying you much mind, they seem to be engaged in their own conversations and their own eating and drinking of, of the meals in front of them, tea and cakes and that sort of thing.
4: keep my eyes on everybody and just keep watching the crowd keep watching his goons too
0: and the goons are pretty well just uh circled around you they're keeping a a position of well if you try something we're gonna fuck you up but as long as you don't we're not gonna screw with you type of type of um, scenario however once the bard motions them everyone over one of them does go over and help move chairs around but the, the rest of them are just kind of waiting and watching you to see if you join them as well.
4: I'll walk in. Yeah, I'll follow. I'll uh, not sit in a chair, but I'll walk in.
0: What are you doing, Vale?
5: I'm walking in as well. Um, there's nowhere I could sit without being surrounded, correct?
0: I mean, at the table, there's eight chairs. The bard is sitting at one, and the human, the reddish skinned human woman, is sitting at the other. Um, the other three are kind of just standing there watching you. So there's six chairs there. You could sit in any of the open ones you want.
1: It's just a conversation. Another,
0: another said with there Matt. So
4: what would you say, Blood? I, I... I, said, I said nothing's just a conversation with Matt.
0: I don't know what you mean.
4: <laughs> you <laughs> fucking bullshit. You don't know what I mean. You evil conniving bastard. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs>
0: Anyways, um, and the bard kind of watches you, Blood, and chuckles and just kind of shakes his head. And then he turns his full attention to you, Vale, and says, You know, your friend is really jumpy and untrusting.
5: Vale just stares at him and blinks.
0: A few moments later... The, the waiter comes over and begins setting out uh, plates and saucers and, you know, napkins, silverware, that sort of thing. Probably about five, six minutes later, that's when Apollyon, Liam, and Eloise, uh, following the directions that you managed to extract.
3: Well, before we got too close, I was gonna say... Hey guys, I think I think my new staff can do this this pretty cool thing, and I'm gonna cast pass without a trace from the staff. Okay, just in case we wanted to, you know, be sneaky or something, less noticeable.
1: How long does that last?
4: Uh, it's in thirty minutes, I think.
3: Uh, let me check.
4: Concentration up to one hour. Oh, an hour.
3: Yep.
0: So, um, before you guys get close to the cafe, you get everyone together and you cast Pass Without a Trace from your staff. Um, and as you do, you see the rippling energy effects that kind of radiate outward from you. And your friends stay close. And together, the three of you... I mean, you, you manage to, to be... To, Keep prying eyes away from you as you come up to the cafe. Um, I've placed you down onto the map. So my question is, what are you guys uh, wanting to do now that you are currently have this uh, stealth effect on you?
1: I figure they're expecting us. I don't understand the purpose of it, but we might be able to use. We should check
2: the building. Uh, Come on, Liam. Eloise. Let's check it out.
0: So what are you guys doing?
2: So what are you guys doing? I think we'll sneak around the outside of the building and see if there's uh you know, just all the entran- entrances and exits before we go in.
0: Okay, you can do that. Go okay. ahead and make uh, stealth checks. Um, it, I'll, Now, I will keep it... You, Eloise would know that to keep maintain the effect of the spell, you have to stay within, I think, 30 feet?
3: Yeah.
0: Yep. So she would have to come with you to help you maintain this, uh, this ability, or this spell. Over.
2: You. Oh, well, Pauline just starts walking off, because he don't okay. know that. So okay, so you Pauline, you
0: just go walking off. Eloise, Liam, you're kind of left standing there at the edge, uh, overlooking the scene, here at the cafe, you can see uh, Vale sitting at a table with a group of four individuals. Uh, two humans, a dwarf, and a half-orc. Um, you can see Blood kind of just standing a little to the side, very standoffishly. And there are currently three open seats around the table. I'm just going to look at
3: Liam. What do we do?
0: So, Apollyon, uh, since you walked away, um, go ahead and make a stealth check, because I assume you're trying to be stealthy. Um, you do not have the benefits <laughs> of her spell, because you, you're
4: outside her of this to check Well, he's technically within 30 feet right now, but he'll lose it real quick.
0: Yeah.
4: I'll start. Can I start my check
2: close to them? I'll
0: let you start or your do check I have close to them. That's fine.
4: 10 Oh, it's going to be
1: So, 21
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's 21 Um, While maintaining this field Inside this field You duck down and you're you're creeping as quietly As your um, minotaur form seems to be allowing you Um, But no one seems to be turning in your direction um, Blood, Veil, what are your passive perceptions?
5: 18. Uh, uh, my passive is... 16. No, I'm sorry, uh, 12. 12. Okay.
0: Then, yeah. It, n- none of us, none of you guys would, and nor, the, nor the the cultists or anybody would have noticed Apollyon. Um, once you get past this point, however, Apollyon... If I join you, I'm going to need you to make another stealth check.
4: Here we good? There we go. Okay. I mean, I
2: I get, like, you know, halfway along the side of it. I turn around and, like, kind of motion to him without saying anything. Like, come on.
3: Yeah, I'm going to uh, look at Liam.
1: Well, I don't much see the point in stealthing at the moment. They did say to show up as soon as possible. That's all we know. I think we should go straight in, Miss Eloise.
3: Alright, I'm gonna go in but try and stay to the edge of the patio wall so that way hopefully I can keep a volume in the <coughs> they're beating me. So I'm gonna walk in and I'm gonna see Blood and go, Oh hey Blood! And we'll
0: walk over here. <laughs> okay. So you go walking trying to keep to the edge of <laughs> the edge of the the railing around. It's like kind of like awkwardly crab walking
3: along the edge of the patio.
0: And there you see everyone now very obviously turning to to regard the two of you. Even Quite a few of the patrons kind of stopped and looked at at this dragon board, and suddenly calling out from nowhere that they hadn't noticed before.
1: I would say I'm in uh, drunk mode, where I'm pretending to be super drunk, and I'm just leaning real hard on my quarter staff. Okay.
0: Um, go ahead and make a performance check
3: for me. Ooh. I can't help you with that one.
1: I forgot to pull that up. I, I figured this is going to be just YouTube for a minute. So give me a second here to pull that up. But it is all right because, as a drunken master, I am proficient
4: in. I would hope so.
1: <laughs> oh! That's a neutral one. <laughs> if he is drunk, so, he would look that bad. I'm just
0: uh,
1: yeah, I am not pulling that off at all.
0: I just rolled one insight. Um, So you kind of come up stumbling in a weird sort of way that you're trying to pull off drunken, but you just come off as weird and awkward. And you see the bard kind of looking at you with a sideways glance. You guys are weirder and weirder every time I see you. And I'm not gonna lie, that's saying something from the people I meet every day. Jesus. At this
1: point, I take a sip of whiskey.
0: Oh, come up come over and sit down. You are you all really gonna make me yell at the top of my lungs? Where's the red guy? He's the one I we I need to talk
1: to. Is
0: he not coming?
1: Realizing, yeah, realizing I'm not pulling it off at all. I'll walk up to the table.
3: Oh, he was trying to lift his horse. Um, he wasn't oh, doing that very well, so he kind of yeah.
0: Go ahead, um, Apollyon. Uh, what are you trying to do while while you're staying in this field? Of, in this field, uh, stuff.
2: I'm just trying to move around, uh, like around this building, and just like see if there's anybody lurking.
0: Um, go ahead and give me one more I mean, I can look
2: check, for a round. So, how many rounds do I get in between when they've been talking? Ten.
0: I mean, probably one minute. Yeah, probably. It's it's only going to take. It's not a big building. It's only going to take you like a minute to walk around the whole thing. Um, okay, yeah, that's what um, I figured. Yeah, so I, I'm just going to say, give me one more stealth check um, with advantage.
2: And does he get to yeah. use the pass without a trace? Yes, and he, he's going to have yeah. to pass
0: without a trace on that.
2: Alright. My character sheet's
4: going slow. Let's roll 20. It does that. Oof. With advantage. Yeah, with, with advantage. advantage.
0: Go ahead and roll one more. 25!
2: Twenty-five.
0: So, as stealthily as you can, you do make your way around the building. There is a um, a back door, um, which is slightly ajar to let the air in, and you see a, a kitchen area with a couple of uh, humans working in in a small kitchen area with stove and of uh, you know your normal kitchen scene. I'm not going to describe the whole thing. Um, you make your way around the. To the other side and there are a couple windows as well which you see can see a man working behind a bar in the center uh, or in the right side of the building over here and then a few tables located about here and about here which um does not have anybody sitting in them they're they're empty you make your way to the other side and you can still see the um the different patrons uh sitting on the patio. Oh, but overall, you, you don't really see anything that jumps out at you as suspicious.
2: Okay, I want to go back to the back and go in through the back kitchen door.
0: Okay, so you just push open the kitchen door and, and the open door and oh, go through. Yeah, the and you, uh, the two humans who are working there is like, Hey, what the hell are you doing here? Get out! This is our kitchen! This is our
2: kitchen! Calm down, calm down, citizens. I'm the golden boy. I just need to sneak through your kitchen here for a moment. I'll be out of your hair. No, just By the get way, out. that sauce is burning. everywhere he goes. You're burning your sauce, man.
0: Ah, fuck. And he goes running off to turn down the the fire on this on the sauce. On the
2: sauce. Um, as soon as he turns, <sighs> I use my agile wrestler moves to like do a somersault right through the kitchen and. <laughs> end up on the other side of
4: the uh, stove or whatever, so he can't god. see me.
0: Go ahead and give me an acrobatics
4: check. Oh my god, dude. Low profile is not a your vocabulary. I love it. We're, we're going to
1: dive going a cartwheel. cartwheel. <laughs> Just for the record, this is stealthy Apollyon.
0: Well, it was stealthy until he pushed open the door and walked into the kitchen.
5: However... He said a, a nice somersault, which is kind of a stealthy move.
0: It's still an acrobatics check,
5: so give me an
0: acrobatics check. Oh, shit! <laughs> hey there, nerdy, drunken... You can
2: call goblin. me...
0: Thanks for stopping.
2: Double O Apollyon.
0: Jesus Christ. So with a 22, you just do this giant somersaulting flip... Over his prep table, um, you know what? Just because I did, I'm going to show you guys the interior there.
4: Oh, my God.
0: And there you can see. Anyway. Sure enough, there's that couple, couple people. Um, you step in, jump over the table. They're just looking at you like, what the hell is this? The, um, the older gentleman is yelling at, at you, get out of my kitchen. As the other one is trying desperately trying to save the sauce from being burned, you walk past, and there that woman is standing behind the bar, looks up and sees you. What? What are you doing?
2: I take out a couple gold coins from my from my pouch and just and just like put my fingers over my over my mouth, going shh. I gave her (laughs) two gold coins.
0: You throw two gold coins on the table, and she.
2: I get, Actually, I give her. I give her six, so she can give some to the guys in the kitchen. Six gold coins,
0: and she mm-hmm. just kind of. She takes. She you you place the coins in her hand, and she kind of looks down at them and is like. She is so confused right now, just the look of pure and utter confusion on her face as you just boldly go strolling out down towards the cafe, pushing through the the double doors, and there you see (laughs) a human pouring tea around a table filled with uh, leo uh, and blood. While Art Liam and, and Vale, while Blood and Eloise are standing standoffishly to one side, and the Bard is just looking directly at you
2: with I raise both my arms in the air and say Oh all of my friends, Apollyon has arrived.
0: There you go, everybody. Again, this Come is
1: the
5: Apollyon
3: this is this is incognito Apollyon.
5: And as he um, as he ju- you know strolls through the door with that entrance, I uh, cast digitation to do a little laser light show behind him. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I love
2: it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll Digitation to uh, exhale rainbow sparks out of my mouth. <laughs>
4: Blood's going to face Paul to death. It's just going to be just so hard.
5: And Vale's just smiling. like he. This is the, the biggest you've seen him smile since he uh, ret- retrieved his items from Mitchell's. He's just smiling with Big his wide, wide grin.
1: Sunset, the yeah. sun hat is just pulled down far <laughs> over my face. I'm not showing my face at all right now.
5: He's really happy to see Apolline right now.
3: I'm just patting Blood on the shoulder.
5: I was like, every town...
4: Everywhere we go. <laughs> just once. so don't want him to be just once.
0: The bard is laughing his ass off. And both half-orcs are kind of clapping a little bit at this. You're just seeing these chuckles. And this is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And they're just eating it up.
4: Nice. Yeah. But well, it'll take a second. He'll look back to Eloise, just grab her hand, and be like, it's going to be all right. Stay close, but you don't have to get too close if you don't want to. And then he's going to sit down.
3: I mean, I walked up closer, but I
4: mean. As, much, as far as everybody has known, I mean, if he's being cautious, you know something's not right. Without him actually saying it out loud, something's not right.
3: Yeah.
0: Are you going to join us, Missy? The bard looks over at you.
3: Okay. I don't know where to sit. I guess I have no choice.
0: Not really. There's only one
3: seat.
1: really.
0: (laughs) But you do come around, and there your group is. The five of you sitting at the table while... uh, the bard, a half-orc, and the other human woman, the one with the red sunburnt face, is seated there with you at the table, while the other half-orc and the dwarf is sitting at a nearby table. Um, thanks to all the commotion, you, you do have more glances kind of coming over towards you, Blood, with your passive perception. I will say that, but it's more of a... What the hell is... Up? these? Why are these idiots making a scene kind of a look than... Suspicious, if that makes sense.
5: Vale kind of, uh, does he notice the looks as well?
0: Um, His passive perception was an 18. That's why he can see it.
5: Okay. Mine was 12.
0: Then, no, you would not see this. All right. Um, Anyone who has a 16 or better would. Um, However, anyway. The bard kind of looks around the table and finally settles his eyes on Eloise and says, "Well, <laughs> you know, first things first. I, I was I was going to offer my condolences to you all for the death of your friend, but I, I, I guess you filled that vacancy pretty quickly, didn't you? Well, um, hi." Uh, I, don't, I don't know your name. I'm Munlin Goldtongue. These are my associates. Um, you know, we found the remains of your Yuan-Ti friend in an owlbear cave next to, you know, a few other owlbears. they their remains anyway. So I'm guessing you all managed to meet up again after she turned invisible and ran off from camp. Or was she the one who freed you all when you escaped? Well, we're 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 never quite sure. And th- Vincent, no, I'm on it. settle a bet here.
5: No, we killed her. I, before Blood spits that out, I kind of cover his mouth and say don't don't humor him with stuff he doesn't need to know.
4: You're
0: just really no fun at all, half drow.
4: No, I'll just then I'll lean over and be like, We killed her.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I i gotta say, not the answer I was expecting. Um, That's okay. I didn't make my 50 gold. Oh, well. Um, the human who's been filling up all the tea uh, cups has finished by this time, filling them all up around you. Um, they also put the t- uh, tea kettle in the center, along with um, some some interesting-looking cookies. Oh, uh, yeah, these right here, mm, these are great. And Munlin picks up one and takes a big bite. Walnut cookies. Very good. Um, anyway.
5: So I cast Crested Digitation on it right before he bit it, and I want it uh, to taste like... Almond, and I'm gonna correct him and say those are almond cookies.
0: And he bites down and kinda of looks looks at it and looks at you and is, ah, I just don't kid you guys. You act like <laughs> dicks one minute and you're you're pulling gags the next. You're actually kinda of fun to be around. Wow. <laughs> And they you really
3: are. I met them in the woods.
0: You met them in the woods, did you? God damn. Where do I find these people?
5: I'm also going to chill his teeth with prestidigitation.
0: Hold on one second.
1: If it's because of you pulling pranks... That we don't get out of this town today. I'm kicking your ass.
5: It's not a prank. It's more of an inconvenience to him. Well, he might enjoy it. It's it's a
1: necessity. Can we yeah. get to what he wants to talk about?
0: And you see his lips begin to move a little bit. And from behind you, Vale, you hear a big chorus of clapping as he casts Thermaturgy.
5: I uh, look back and... Look, try to find the uh, the source of the clapping
0: <laughs> he, the bard kind of chuckles and throws out the, tea, the cold tea before pouring himself another one now okay before we get down to business there, let's just get one thing out of the way he sets the cup down and takes a bit of a sip before looking at each of you in turn now, we know your group took out the dragon of Fayweave Hollow, so don't try to deny it. Your cart was found in the woods outside the hollow. One of your flyers was actually glued to the dead dragon's ass you left after harvesting the key thing. And Giap over here, he nods to the red-faced woman, actually saw a couple of you reclaim your horses and cart as you killed several of our people in the process. <laughs> Including, I might add, a friend of mine, whose body is still missing. So let's not waste an, a, a lot of time denying that you took it, okay? We also know it's not with you here, or here, in town. So don't think we're trying to reclaim it from you either. It's a bit of a setback, I admit. But there are plenty of other dream routes in the world. <laughs> So it's only a matter of time before we succeed. But I gotta ask. What was it like to fight Dinoff the Fineweaver? I knew she wouldn't willingly hand the thing over, and I was kinda excited to take a huge that huge bitch on for myself.
3: Did you find teacup a- that I'm holding just freezes like
0: Starts to freeze,
3: uh, and then the the teacup will probably shatter because as tea expands.
0: Okay. And as it expands ah. and shatters, everyone just kind of stops and looks at you. And like the bard who had been um, monologuing a little bit, just kind of stops with his mouth open. Like,
5: yeah, you'd be uh probably better off not insulting dragons in front of my friend here. And I, I just stare at him.
3: Say whatever you want about that foul creature.
2: She
0: was a bitch, wasn't she?
2: I like, uh, really happened. Check this out. And Apollyon, like, turns oh around. My God. And, oh, God. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the tattoo. <laughs>
0: and you stand up and show, you show them all the tattoo. Yeah. And Munlin actually stops and examines it. And he's kind of. Finger on his lips, looking it up and down, and
4: <laughs> totally forgot the tattoo.
0: I see why the boss likes you.
4: Oh, don't tell him that. Come on, man. We, dude, he's obsessed. Will oh, yeah. right. be Mention me. See,
2: he see, did wow.
0: actually. That's kind of why I'm here right now. But, I mean, <sighs> how was how was the fight? How how. How did it feel killing that thing?
2: Did you? It was easy.
5: Let's move, Let's move
4: on. It was actually underwhelming. Unfortunately, I was expecting more of a challenge for a challenge.
2: The dragon slipped on the ice and fell on its ass.
0: <laughs> you kept it out of the sky. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know, I was hoping to find out what she was working on in there. That place was pretty cleared out when, when we got there. We only really found a bunch of corpses in a building, a way to rest and, and all, so I assume that was you too?
4: Well, wait, putting the bodies to rest? Yes.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, one less green dragon in the world, so I gotta give you that. It may have been a pain in the ass, but at least she took that thing out. Like I said, I knew she wasn't going to give it willingly. <laughs> what was she doing?
5: I don't think we should give this guy any, any more information actually, until he tells us how what we're doing uh, here. What does he want? I, I think she was
4: working on making zombies. That's about it.
0: Zombies. Weird.
4: (laughs) She's a dragon. What do you expect?
0: I guess so. Those green ones are unpredictable. Eh, oh well. There's other dragons out there. I'm sure I'll kill one before now. Before long. Anyway. (laughs) I guess you're not going to tell me what you did with it either. At least tell me what it is you're getting out of all this.
5: I mean, How about you tell us what you're getting out of this, and what you what you called us here for?
0: What am I getting out out of all this? The dreamer returned, of course. Now, I guess, yeah, Grovagar did send me to relay two misses, two messages to you. Well, I get three, I guess.
5: He could have sent an owl. It would have been faster and less annoying. (sighs) Yeah, you do have a a
0: thing with those owls, don't you? You're cute, but you're not that cute, kid. (laughs) Anyway, the first message is uh, for Big Red here. And he nods his head toward the (gasps) polly. Groovagar says... That he rather enjoyed his one-on-one with you back in Weston. And that he's keeping your championship belt nice and polished. He wears it every day. Which I can actually confirm unfortunately. And he rolls his eyes. Anyway. He wanted me to give you this. And at that, he passes Apollyon a folded sheet of paper. You open it up and you see this.
4: Charcoal drawing of his dick? No.
0: (laughs) But that would have been actually really funny for me to put in the handout and send to you. Just (laughs) fucking charcoal phallus. I don't think everybody would appreciate that, though. You should
4: have come to me before the stream. I would have given you the idea. (laughs) I probably would have loved it.
0: No. Anyway, what it does say is Come one, come all to the tournament of champions. In celebration of Rowena's two thousandth year, the Azure Championship Thank is you, to buddy. be held to, to once again be held in the sapphire of the sand. The Colosseum opens its gates to the warriors of Laropa and invite all to compete in this gladiator's tournament. The winner of this tournament will be crowned grand champion, and will be allowed to make one request of the Zayim Alruin Maharin. The tournament will be held on the first of Mordgraft, at the start of the Azurth Zul Festival. Anyway.
2: Excellent. Blood knows it's who that is. The summer Slam 2021! Now,
0: it's I tempting. will say that as you look at this, you you see it's a poster, not wholly dissimilar from the ones Eloise pastes up. But this one is one that both Apollyon, who's fought many times, has seen, and one that you, Blood, as uh, someone who lived in the Mar Garden Federation and in the town itself, you would recognize.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It, they're it's... announcing a gladiator tournament, much like the one. Like oh
2: yeah, the... Apollyon was like uh, looking a little bit mad before, and as soon as he like reads this and comprehends what he is, he starts looking like really happy and excited.
0: Um, the the bard chimes in again and says. The General says that if you want a chance to earn your belt back, you should compete as well. He'll be there, of course, and I have no doubt that he'll end up the Grand Champion. He also wants to the Haversack back, by the way, the one you, you all stole from him. He specifically told me to tell you that it's a dick move to leave him lonely at night, whatever the fuck that means. (laughs)
4: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! He should have his his toy back because Apollyon got not knocked just the out. toy. Well, there's the yeah the, the porn too. The porn. Yeah, I, porn. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he should yeah, have his they, toy when
1: they knocked him unconscious. Apollyon had it on his hand. He was threatening him with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he, he you don't have the the marital aid, but you do have the the book. Um, the bard kind of <laughs> shakes his head. And he says, Kill if you decide to compete, you can give it back to him.
5: Probably we'll give it to him, all right. All
4: right. Well, what's, well, here, you know, since all all right. you got, i got a yeah. what's the bard? Is the bard wearing, like, robes or anything like that or some kind of...
0: Uh, he, he, as I described before, he's wearing trousers and a Trouser. blue vest. He, he, has, the... he has a belt and, you know, your normal pachos oh, like, and things.
4: How big would, do the pockets look? Because I could put Pocket, the book, into his pocket, and so he finds it when he's leaving.
0: I mean, you could certainly try.
5: Might as well use those
4: gloves. Yeah, I'm going to use my uh, inspiration, too, just in case.
0: So I've we'll had forever. It, yeah. who has the it, book right now? Is my I question. do. I've
4: got it in the average sack. unless Apollyon's been keeping it for late nights. Wait. Right. The whole erotica? Yeah, I have that on me. Oh, shit, no ah. then.
0: So it's in Napoleon's...
4: Yep. I was going to put it in his I pocket so when he finds it when he's walking away. All the pages are stuck together. Oh.
0: oh. Um, I I will also give you guys uh, a little information there. Um, what did it say? The. Yeah, the tournament is going to be on the first of Mordgraft. Now that is... Let me look on here real quick so I can remember...
1: Yeah, what the heck that, is yeah. Yeah. That
0: is the sixth month of the year. There, are it's ten a month. Months, there are ten months in the year. Um, it is the sixth month. You guys are in Bellentine right now. Today is the twenty-fifth of Bellentine, or twenty-fourth, twenty-fourth of Bellentine, and uh, which is the fourth month of the year. So it is less than a month and a half away.
1: so it's april and this tournament's in june yes essentially i'm gonna
2: need a rocky montage
1: we're not flashing forward a month and a
5: half (laughs) 12
0: (laughs) anyway so um where was I oh yeah so that's the first two things anyway the, the bard says and kind of looks around at each one of you the last thing I'm supposed to tell you is this don't go after any more dreamers you take one it's not so big a deal You take another, well, that just makes you a target now, doesn't it? Right now, y'all have been uh, just weird and a little annoying. Mercenaries are replaceable, and the Dreamer's followers are legion. But the General isn't going to take lightly if you keep interfering with us. The General wants you to survive long enough for another chance to get your belt back. Bard pauses. And kind of leans in towards the table, meeting each of your eyes one by one. As for me, I'd rather hope that you keep interfering. Like I said, Volok was a friend of mine, and guess who's going to be the one who comes a calling if you keep keep getting in his trouble.
3: I'm going to look at 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 blood and everyone else and be like, who?
4: Uh, we ran into him before we met you. You kind of got roped into a lot of this, so I apologize.
0: Yeah, what was your name, Miss Dragonborn?
3: Oh, now you suddenly care.
0: Well, you're the first, this is the first time you've spoken up, isn't it? No? That's it? Clearly I'm unimportant. (sighs) Whatever. I said what I had to say.
3: (laughs) Okay, bye!
0: You guys really are just the worst. But that's okay. Whatever. And the bard kind of finally stands up and stretches before giving your group a wink. Well... It was nice chatting with you all. Well, I guess nice is not the word, but whatever. But we really do have to be off. Lots to do before we can store the dreamer to his rightful place in history and all that. Ta-ta, kids.
4: ta kids. Bye. Before, before he walks up, Blood's going to ask, can I have a private word with you?
2: Groovy, bear my love. Oh my god! and kisses.
0: The bard just kind of looks at you and says, "You can have a word right now."
4: It's something you want to hear in private. No, it's not. All right.
0: Okay. And he kind of shrugs and turns, and with a bit of a mock salute, starts to walk away. About a few minutes later, the rest of his party gets up and begins following suit, walking towards the road. you guys have anything you want to do?
1: Not a damn thing.
3: You guys need better friends.
5: Yeah, I was hoping we can kill that guy.
1: Uh, would exactly count him as a friend. More some asshole we run across who works for an even bigger asshole that Apolline is attracted to.
2: I also need to be in in one-on-one combat to restore my honor.
4: Apolline, you cannot go to that tournament. You see where it's being correct. Yeah. That's that's that is the that's the home turf of the syndicate. You cannot go back there. They have they, they put a fucking death warrant out for both of us.
1: Last yeah, utility there was no it's, more it's, death warrant.
4: Yeah. And this is the clue of why there's no longer a fucking death warrant. They want you to come back. So they can kill you in front of everybody. <coughs>
2: that may be true but I think I must take the risk. Think how much stronger we are now.
4: This is much, much worse than I feared. We're almost (laughs) seven times stronger. This is much worse. We are in a very dangerous situation if the syndicate is on their side.
5: We should have just killed the messenger. Uh,
4: Yeah, but that would have made things worse because then the city already knows about me and Apollyon. So, uh, and
0: stepping in real quick. As you got, As uh, Vale says that. About killing them. You, you all <sighs> are back. And for the first time. You, you kind of notice that. The group is. Made the, a, a fair distance away. You can just kind of barely see them. But as they're walking. They're, they're heading down. They're heading south. And you kind of notice that. The, pe- the handful of people that are out there walking in the streets just kind of seem to move aside to let them pass. You're also kind of noticing now that you're looking around that the remaining patrons of the cafe are standing up as well and are walking away from half-eaten pastry and half-drunk cups of tea as they head out towards the, door- the, the road. None of them seem to be acknowledging you in any sort of way they're just filing out one by one and you kind of look up to see the waiter as well walking out of the cafe and onto the street followed by the two cooks that Apollyon you saw and the the woman tending bar as well this is
3: some real man from uncle shit
5: so uh, can I make a Perception check to see if they look like, like they're under a trance or anything. Absolutely, go ahead and make a perception. My
4: twenty-six check. didn't pick up that anybody was shifty before.
0: They all just seem to be ignoring you when with your whatever it was. It was that
5: trance. is a twenty.
0: Um, with a twenty, okay. Um, they don't seem to be in a trance. They on they actually seem to be just walking away as normal. You'll, you'll see a couple of them speak to one another a, as they move away, but you don't, you don't see any signs or effects of, of a trance or any magic about them.
5: No Pied Piper.
0: Mm-mm. And they're not all traveling south either. Some are heading north, some are uh, turning around the side of the building and heading off into the alleyway. Uh, they seem to be going in all sorts of different directions.
5: So are we alone in this establishment right now?
0: Now that you're looking around, yes. There is nobody in the establishment. You look in the windows, everyone's gone.
5: I look at uh, Blood, or yeah, Blood, and I say, Blood, check the cash box. See if they left anything.
4: It's going to kind of stop and dead his fucking tracks. Wait, what?
5: Say, for strictly scientific purposes if they left everything then something's wrong here but if they took it with them that would make more sense why would they leave a group of people alone in this establishment with valuables so I think to make sure that nothing is amiss here you should check to see if there's money in the lockbox
4: oh my god
5: establishment could
4: prove to be a fake should I do it guys
3: if you this do is, that, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna paste some flyers on every chair and table, and some of the walls.
1: Uh, we well, well, you you
0: guys are alone, so if you want to do that, you absolutely uh, can.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm just grabbing one of the half-eaten quails from the table next to me and <laughs> and laughing as these guys go to town on this cafe. <laughs>
0: Okay. God, um, damn it. are you are you checking the lockbox? Is that what you're doing?
4: Well, first I will throw the hood up in stealth closer.
0: Okay, go ahead and make a stealth
4: Shit, that's what it's, that's with advantage.
3: It's hey, still it's plus ten. There. No,
4: uh, no, I yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I, wasn't no, I wasn't there when she cast the spell, though, so it doesn't I don't. matter. Think... Oh, like it's a radius it, around. But
1: uh, oh, it's just a radius of thirty feet.
5: Yeah, around around her.
4: Well, 26 then.
1: Okay, you
0: throwing your hood up, you skulk down, scurry over to the door, push it open just barely enough to get by, snake in like a, a cat only can, sneak your way over to the bar, and there behind it, you can see the typical shit you'd see in a tea cafe, you know, teacups and, and kettles and uh, stuff to make uh, kettles of hot water, and you do see a uh, a, a small lockbox. uh you so much, Vale. Sitting underneath the bar for science. It is, it's just <laughs> a, it's just literally just a small iron and wooden box with a, a small uh, keyhole in the center of it that's tucked up underneath the bar.
4: Check for traps, because I know you're gonna. You had to think he was gonna. One of us would do this. So the trap.
0: Um, it is locked. It is not trapped.
4: God damn it, Vale. That's for the 15 modifier, 19 of thieves' tools.
0: Okay. With a 19, you very easily pick the small lock. It's not complicated at all. A bitch. The, the the box opens with a small snap. You open it up, and you can find 27 silver pieces and 15 copper pieces.
4: Yeah, I'm leaving that shit there. No point in taking that. I walk out and be like, yeah, there's money there.
5: Yeah, all is it all works for them. Is it a lot of money? No. All right. So something they might have taken it with them. So this leads me to believe that the science that I just had you uh, do the investigation, uh, maybe something is not right here. A dreamer. What just... is the science you speak of? Well, I was saying if they all left and left valuables behind, then there's something going on here that that is a. Uh, we haven't picked up on. However, if they didn't leave valuables, like blood just explained, they, they only uh, left minimal amount, then maybe they took the valuables with them and things aren't as as strange as they seem <laughs> right, right now.
0: So, Eloise, uh, you go um, walking into the cafe as well, it looks
3: like? Well, that's, well, Blood is doing that, I'm putting a I'm pasting a poster on flyer on each of the chairs, each of the tables, on the walls, and then I go inside and I do the same inside.
0: Okay. How long are you um planning on, well, on doing
4: this? Yeah. That might be a bad idea, but let her do it. Let her do her <laughs> I mean- character.
0: Are you how? How long are you spending to do this? Is what I want. I mean, I'm
3: not doing it very well. I'm literally just putting a bit of paste on the flyer and slapping it down on random objects.
0: No, sure, I get that. I'm wanting to know <laughs> how long, how much time you're spending doing this, so I know how many flyers you're placing. Oh, uh, uh,
3: I don't know, like five minutes. Okay, maybe let's make a few more. If blood takes a little bit longer than that, I don't know.
0: It, it, it doesn't take v- blood very long at all to pop that lock, maybe maybe mm-hmm. five minutes, sure. So at okay. that time, you probably just slapping some paste on, sla- slapping the flyers. You're pasted, oh, 35 flyers. Why not? Really hurried, hurriedly. Okay. Just 35. Kind of, you're, you're, I, I imagine you're just running around, paste, slap, paste, slap, paste, slap, paste, slap. Yep. So they're just in uh, weird fucking angles, and ha- some of them are upside down. A couple of them are backwards, so you can't see anything. But they're all over the place.
5: About how long was the conversation? The meeting we just had? Um,
0: overall, probably about an hour and a half, maybe.
5: Alright, so um, midway through that, Veil vale felt a little tense... Tense squeeze on his uh on his forearms and immediately felt invigorated and somewhat tougher than uh than he had before as the bracers of defense attuned to him.
1: Okay, I like it.
5: Oh, it reminds uh, me uh, of what do
1: you think? I'll give Eloise uh, her uh... Trans.
5: Sorry, go ahead. I'm listening, Liam.
1: You want a trans check? steer clear of getting future future dream roots or you want to see if these guys are worth their salt?
5: So Chuck, from my experience, I I don't do well with threats. Um, if I had any desire to do the dream route, it only intensified as I was told not to and threatened not to. So my personal Uh, Belief is we should, in fact, go after the dream roots at some point. How do you feel?
1: Well, I don't care much for that golden tongue motherfucker. I don't like to be charmed or have my head messed with, and that's exactly what that asshole did. I want to get him back. He's not at the top of my list, but he's definitely on it.
5: I agree. So Where do you think we should head from here? Well, if you want a confrontation with him,
4: we can go to Tomas.
1: I was absolutely looking to meet up with Tomas again. That little squirrely motherfucker's got more to teach.
5: Yeah, and I feel he should know about this encounter.
4: But I'm I'm telling you now, Apollyon, you... (sighs) It's a very bad idea to go to that tournament. Do you see who that's being held by? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Do you know who that man is?
2: I mean, I think I heard of him. He's like the leader of the Federation, right?
4: Uh, he's a little more than that. He's the leader of something called the Cerulean Syndicate. They are the ones that put the hit out on us. They run the Federation. You it, mean that's who is. the
2: slavers were working for?
4: Oh no. Well that that's who your was. Yeah, they the one the ones who were running the fights? Yeah. They're most definitely syndicate. I was syndicate. Technically I still am. It's uh, not a group you want to mess with.
0: Ain't that the
4: truth? They are more scary to me than the dreamers. This this things got hmm. more complicated. Wait, to infiltrate, Did we you will see? need one. I'm I trying to learn you, Mister Blood. Uh, I'm just saying uh, we have a lot of thinking to do. I'll get you in if I have to, and I'll get you out if I can. I'm just telling you now, this is much more more difficult than it was two hours ago.
5: I think in two months' time, we'll all be ready. Two months is a long time. Well, there's
4: still only five of us, and there are literally... Thousands of them, not just the dreamers. I'm talking about the syndicate, too. And Rowena, that. Mm, I mean, that is not a good place. I mean, I, I definitely need to go there, at least at some point to talk to somebody. But I wasn't planning on having the golden boy stroll back in and jump back in the ring. I, I'll I'll back your play if that ends up going there. You know I will. I'm just saying this is if they have the syndicate on their side. I don't know how we're gonna. I I, I don't think it's possible.
5: Well, let's cross that <laughs> bridge when we get to it. It's a while away. Let's keep to the task at hand. And I say we go uh, meet up with Tomas.
4: We got to go to the Conclave first. Yep, and they're gonna Before send us some supplies. we to head Maz.
5: there,
1: anyone want to head the misses? Sounds like she's got some nice potions. eloise has been bragging about her all damn day.
5: Yeah, we could we could go check out her wares.
3: Oh, yeah, good. She really needs she really needs some more business, especially since she got um ransacked this away!
0: Okay, so you guys are heading to Millie's Apothecary.
5: Yeah, yes, when sir. we when we step out onto the street, do we see um, you know are the people are there people still there or have they gone? Make Does percep- it look normal?
0: Go ahead and make a perception check.
5: That's an eleven.
0: <laughs> in the distance, you can see a couple people heading in this direction. And you kind of glance at the other way, and there are people starting to move about. So it. It's becoming normal, but there was definitely a gap when nobody was there.
5: Yeah, I'm still intrigued of that, but I don't perceive anything out of the ordinary.
0: Okay. So I did went, go ahead and fix the map. So there you can see Millie's on the other side, just to make it flow. I'm OCD about that. Anyway, um, you guys head towards Millie's Apothecary and it takes you about an hour or so. It's became... It's uh, getting close to midday now, and traffic is uh, picking up a little bit as people are kind of moving about, getting (coughs) to lunch, that sort of thing. But uh, you you do find Millie's shop um, mercifully empty. Millie is sitting there behind her counter kind of reading a book and Eloise, as you walk in, you can definitely get the, the whiff of something boiling in the back.
3: Awesome. Can I have posted more flyers on the way to Millie's? Because this is a route that I haven't taken to Millie's before, yeah. necessarily.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, go ahead. Let's see here. Go ahead and roll 5d10. Five D ten. Five D ten.
3: Okay.
0: Because it's gonna take you about an hour or so to walk over there, so we'll see what you get. Thirty. Okay. Yeah, you managed to post up. Because uh, you're you're not you're kind of skipping along with your friends. You're going side to side, uh, pasting it as you go. So I'm gonna say you you were able. to... I can see up. her just
1: skipping through town while everybody else is walking normal.
0: Yeah, probably. I I, I imagine blood like with his cloak up, trying to be all. Spooky. And Apollyon's
1: skipping too, and of course.
0: Apollyon is just big and boisterous, and Liam, you're kind of drunk. And drunk.
1: We're to see the wizard,
0: and Vale is brooding. Oh, really? What wizard?
5: Right here. Right here. That was out of the game.
0: So, uh, so um, you, you managed to, to paste uh, sixty uh, flyers in total.
3: Like one six?
0: Yeah, six zero.
3: Oh, six zero. Cool.
5: What is the um? What is the amount she has to po- uh to um post to regain or pay her debt back?
3: I have four hundred and ninety nine left to post.
5: Oh, okay.
0: And they might over halfway of them. Is just in the fucking town where he is <laughs> shopping. Well, that's where we are. Uh,
1: yeah, that's where it should be. You know, people know where to find him then. We're a
2: little marketing at its finest.
0: <laughs> but um, when you guys do walk in, Millie sees you and smiles. Eloise, dear. So good to see you again. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm good just had a meeting with a bunch of assholes. But, you know, life. I brought my, my friends. That way they can hopefully buy some potions from you because I think you're awesome and we should help support your business.
5: Yeah, because you got robbed.
3: That too. Well,
0: uh, any friend of Eloise's is a friend of mine. Please co- come on in. Um, what are and you- I go over and I hug Millie. And she hugged you back. And Yay! So you, you've made a fine friend in Millie.
5: What do I smell cooking in the back?
0: Oh, well, I'm currently working on a potion I've never made before. Ooh. It's a potion
5: of invisibility.
0: <gasps> mm.
5: Will it be done That's anytime so soon? That's so awesome! Um,
0: the Can ear- I help? The earliest it'll... Oh, it I've already made everything. It just has to simmer now. Um but it will be ready um probably around mo- morning tomorrow uh if I speed it along a little bit um but if i if I hurry it it you know it it won't there's a chance it might not do as well so it's yes better, yes it's better to let it go the full two days
5: quality versus quantity
0: yeah yeah but I, I do have plenty of other potions um, if you need anything. Um, what are you looking for? What do you
1: have in the way of healing potions?
0: Well, I do have, um, I, I, have, I have a full stock of um, minor healing potions, um, a, a, f- a few lesser and a few moderate as well.
1: <coughs> How many moderates you
0: got? I have six moderates, um, In total, and these run four hundred gold each.
1: I'll take three.
0: Okay, I absolutely. And she passes you three, and you give her your all your gold.
1: Twelve hundred.
0: Indeed.
4: Order moderates. Are those four d
0: four?
5: Three d four. Well, what else do you have for potions?
0: Oh, let let's see here. Um, I do have a a good stock of uh, resistance potions. Um, against poison, <coughs> against necrotic, and against fire. Um, I do have a couple potions of gaseous form. I have a potion of speed here. Um, I'm just kind of looking through everything. I have a f- quite a bit. Uh, vials of poison and acid. Um, Let's see here. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Um, Oh, I I do have a couple potions of climbing.
3: Help, take those on.
4: How much for the speed?
5: Cat okay, wants to buy some speed. <laughs> Call a cat now. Uh, what do I you need? Upper, down,
2: sideways, road, whiz bee-bangs?
0: These are 300 gold each.
1: Are those Ooh. uh forty four plus 4? He
4: said 3, I think. 3D4 plus 3? Yeah,
0: the, the, mod, the, mod, the moderates are 3D4 plus
1: 3. Three D four plus three. Thank you.
5: And does the speed just at uh, <clears throat> make increase your uh, movement? Yeah,
1: it's, it's like a, a haste. It's a haste. It's like a haste potion
4: or a haste spell. Yes. It, I'll take it's, one. A,
5: it's a haste spell, basically. It's basically a haste pretty spell, much. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a couple of those. Well, though, I'll, I'll, I'll take,
0: I have two of them
5: here.
4: I'll take one if you want the other. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Okay. Three hundred gold from each of you then.
3: The helium potions were 2D4 uh, two D four plus two, four D
5: four plus four, and then eight D four plus eight. Okay, never mind. Alright, so the,
0: the, the three yeah, yeah, I, I have oh. extra I have extra potions out there than oh. just, just the ones that basically each level goes up one D four.
4: The ones the ones Kyle just bought were three D four.
0: Yeah. The- okay.
4: So it's his own custom thing.
0: Yeah, and then the Graders
4: are 4D. I have a lesser 2D4.
0: What's that?
2: I just said I have a lesser healing potion that's 2D4 plus 2.
0: Yes. Yeah, they go minor, lesser, moderate, greater, so on and so forth.
5: Uh, Can I just, do you mind if I write um, Potion of Haste on my inventory instead of Potion of Speed just so I know what spell I'm looking at? Yeah, that's fine. Thanks. Do you have any potions for flying?
0: Oh, um... There's Featherfall! I don't get a request for that very often, but I do actually have one, I think. Let me go check. And you see Millie pulling over a stepladder over to a, one of her shelves in the back climbs up on it, and you see this middle-aged woman kind of wobbling a bit as she's doing this. She's on her tiptoes, reaching up to the top shelf, kind of feeling around a little bit. After a few moments, she does produce a moderately sized, very dusty, gray bottle. She kind of brings it down and blows on it. I made this quite a while ago. Um... Not a lot of requests for, for potions of flying. Um, but I do have it. Um, this will run you 700 gold, though.
2: 700? What about the friend discount? Huh.
0: Ah, Make a persuasion check. Why not?
2: Ah, you know... Just a little discount for me and my friends. Just trying to get some potions at reasonable prices.
0: As Apollyon adjusts his yamaka a little bit. That's an eighteen.
2: That's what do I look like, a Rosenberg?
0: <laughs> anyway, um. Ah. I suppose I could take 50 gold off that for you. So 650. Best I can do. It's going to it's these ingredients are costly.
2: All right, sounds good to me.
0: Okay. So you hand over 650 gold. And in return, you've got a potion of fly.
1: Well, boys, well, boys, we need to stop by the conclave and see what our next mission is or agree to what we think we want to do.
5: Uh, real quick, before we leave, um, have you heard of the potion of maximum power?
0: Oh, I can't see it say that I have. Um, what does it do?
5: It's basically uh, it guarantees the maximum damage for uh, spells for one, one spell. Um, so if I were to cast a fireball, instead of rolling for the damage, it would do max damage. I'm wondering if maybe you could research it a bit and next time we're back in town, maybe I you'd have it brewed up for me.
0: Oh, um, I'm certainly willing to give it a go. I'm,
5: I'm sure I have sure. Some old books. I'll just write it down on this paper here and send it over to you, and oh, uh, yeah. and you could um research it when we're back, or hopefully I'll have it when we're back in town.
0: Well, yeah, I I don't mind making commissions. Um, I it, for special requests, I do ask a down payment of 50 gold, if that's okay. Done. Okay, mark your 50 gold off there, and she will begin to research. Um, Man,
1: I didn't think Vale had anything left.
5: I I bet on my... You won my, his fight. Yeah, I won the fight.
1: Oh, that's right. You bet on yourself. I totally forgot about that.
5: Well, I, I couldn't bet on myself, but I was given um, a percentage of the... The winning, His, the ninth, That's the
1: right. first Prize money. I forgot. I'm sorry. I totally forgot, I, obviously. Okay. That's right.
0: Well, do you guys want huh? to buy anything else from Millie's?
4: I think I'm good for now. Yeah, I'm all
5: set. You're good.
4: I should say in the handy haversack, I just wanted to check. We do have one minor and actually five lesser. So we have some health potions.
3: What's what's the difference between a minor and a lesser?
4: The minor is what one D two plus one, Matt, right?
0: Yeah, one D four plus one. Each okay. One goes one. Up. So moderate, yeah, he's not giving you D two. Lesser is two D four. That's what I meant. One D four. That's what I meant. Moderate's three. greater's Craters four. Yeah. And it goes all the way up to eight.
4: We also have a Potion of Growth, Potion of Poison Resistance, and Fire Resistance, fire Potion of Fire Breath, and Potion of Climbing.
3: Wow.
4: Just so you guys know.
3: Okay.
0: Sounds like this is a good spot to take our break. So, to everybody watching, give us a few minutes while we take a little bit of a break, grab some drinks, uh, grab a snack, that sort of thing, and we will be right back. So stay tuned, everybody. Howdy, everybody. We are back and um, picking up right where we left off. The group has been shopping at Millie's, the apothecary, for some potions. What are you guys wanting to do now?
4: Uh. We need to go to the conclave. Yes.
1: Yeah. Same idea here. Okay.
3: Okay. Oh, hey, Blood. Did you ever get my things?
4: Uh, yo, yes, I did. We'll pull it out and hand her little amulet.
0: There you go. The handout she... is in your guys's folder already, so you can add that to your sheet.
1: I'll uh, buy, buy a blue tunic on the way and we discuss that 50 gold for custom tunic sounds about right
0: yep you find, find a tailor and can commission that and it's ready in probably an hour you should pick it up on the way back to the inn no problem um, did anyone else want to do anything before you guys headed to the conclave
3: uh, where is it Matt? I don't see it
0: here, I'll pop it up again for you
3: I I it. I see it there you go Boop. perfect.
5: I didn't mean to hit that.
0: No worries.
2: To the conclave!
0: Yep, there we go. Anyway, just had to edit that a little bit. So... You guys uh, strike out and head up towards the Conclave, which um, you guys all know where it is on the map right there. Takes you about another hour. It's getting well past midday. Uh, Luckily, you had a late snack. I don't don't know if any of you ate or drank anything while at the cafe.
1: Still drinking my own whiskey. I froze my tea.
0: That's, that's quite alright. Um, none of you would have had to make a, a constitution check or anything. Um, you head over to the conclave, and uh, once you arrive, you see yet another person sitting behind the desk, and you are ushered inside very quickly to the, the ninth floor, where you find yourselves escorted into the small, somewhat cramped, but... Overly comfortable office of the chief archivist of Valena's branch of the Iridite Conclave. The older man uh, greets you as you all arrive and waves you in as he begins moving folders around the top of his desk, clearly looking for something. You see him slightly bald, looking thin, still has a bandage on the side of his head from where he got hit the day before. Um, but as he's kind of looking through his desk, he says, um, yes, Fab Five, thank you for joining me. I trust you all considered your group's options and experience and have come to a conclusion as to which expedition you would like to undertake.
5: hmm oh. Did it... Uh, did any did we ever figure out if those what those thieves took? I'm sorry, I, I'm drawing a blank here.
3: where did everybody go? I'm
5: here. Uh, they took
4: notes on the uh, meeting with the elves. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, they the the elves meeting. They got information on.
4: But did we actually
2: find out like what the notes said? Like what happened during the meeting?
4: No, they haven't met with, they left to meet with Yells. It was like their discussion notes on what they wanted to accomplish.
2: Yeah, so what is
1: that? I assume it also had a time and location on there. Possibly.
3: Am I actually alone
0: outside, or are we all together? Yeah. You guys are all sitting in the office of Sashanel Borentol. Okay. uh, if you all well, come, um, come in and sit down. Um, um, there's, uh, there's plenty of, plenty
1: of seats. Uh, uh, we'll I've spoken before. with my friends here. We've all decided we'd like to meet up with Tomas again. If that's one of your missions, I think we could fulfill that, no problem.
0: Mm, yes. Um. Excellent, excellent. We, yes, um... We were planning for that expedition to be sent out first thing in the morning tomorrow. Um, uh, Let me find that here. And he kind of rummages about his desk again before he picks up a folder and opens that. Uh, Yes, um, here we are. Um, uh, Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, It's just been a day, as I'm sure you can understand. But, um, yes, so uh field researcher Thomas Rothen yeah he reported that he has under, uncovered the location important to the dreamer cult um, and he is requesting assistance in infiltrating what is to be known as here it is the dream witnesses layer so um, just so you know, uh, upon signing this contract, and as he says that, he s- sits down the folder, and you can see yet another long contract, made up in triplicate, sitting there waiting for you, all of you to examine.
1: Liam signs without reading.
5: Uh, I'm, I'm reading the thing thoroughly. Vales reading the thing thoroughly.
1: He signs all three of
5: them.
0: Well, I show you the, um, I just sent you guys the handout for that. Um, Good Lord. Not going to read the whole thing. It is very similar to the wording of your previous one. Um, the things that I'll bring to your attention that are different is, um, one of them, 2.5. The work performed by the adventurer shall be performed at the following rate of 25 gold pieces per day with an additional incentive payment of 50 gold pieces for each monster slain. Um, There's also a note in there that I forgot to add, that they will be providing a haversack of colding, which will um, keep the monster heads a bit more preserved.
5: Ooh! Okay,
1: that's fancy. Yeah, I was
5: just going to say, can we... uh... Can we change the head to, like, left ear or similar? But that will work if we have a something to store them in.
1: Does Vale understand the haversack of Colden is not purely
5: his new toy? Vale is content with his portable hole, and he doesn't need anything else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking.
5: As long as you guys understand that my portable hole isn't your brewery and meteory.
1: No, <laughs> and I wouldn't have... Had us put our beer in there anyway, but it happened, so. Yeah, that's
5: all right. <laughs> we're in agreement. All right.
3: Oh my god, the first thing Eloise is gonna do when we're presented with this haversack is take a deep breath and stick her head in it. Is it cold?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you weren't. You know what? Why the fuck not? Um, he pulls out the haversack, as you guys mentioned this and sure enough you stick your head in there and it's cold it's like mountains of your homeland cold in there and you pull your head out and everyone can see a little bit of frost has actually accumulated on
1: Eloise's scales the mountains are blue on this bag (laughs)
0: I figured, why not make it easier on you guys. Um, apart from that, what you are expected to do according to this contract is accompany uh, senior field researcher uh, Thomas Rothen um, into the the lo- um the location of the Dream Witness. Um, where was where did I write that down? I'm trying to find it. Oh, you are to inf- you are doing infiltration and assessment of the location in relation to the dream witness. You are also handed a s- another small folder a- after everyone signs,
3: which I assume you're all signing. Wait until Vale nods.
4: Yeah, he'll sign. Blood will sign. I'm
5: um- <clears throat> skimming still skimming through it so you you can continue uh, as I'm reading
0: okay
1: well you're past I'm local. drinking whiskey while they're reading it hmm. liam is just sitting
0: there with his feet up uh, lounging in one of those overstuffed chairs drinking whiskey the the archivist does not pay any mind to you whatsoever. He, he's more focused on finding yet another folder, which he does pass over, and the information that you're provided explains that um, Tomas Rothan had reported that he had uncovered the location of important to the Dreamer cult. While spying on the cult, he managed to sneak into Ravanica Keep, and had stolen intelligence, which includes the location of a being known as a Dream Witness. Rothan had requested aid to lead an expedition to that location, where he hopes to discover the true aims of the cult. The technical information is that you are being provided a ship to uh, sail down the river from Port Valena, to, uh, uh, I'm blanking on the name, hold on. Um, you are traveling down the river to Laverin, where you are to meet with Rothen and proceed upon the um, expedition from there. The ship is called The Fairwaters, and it is currently docked in South Harbor of Port Valena.
1: Matt, before we leave, I'd like to... Uh... I'd like to meet up with Valkern and try and make a plea with him to send a fighter with us because I need that training style with me.
0: Okay. Ornthal. Um, so you, at, upon signing, you kind of say, "I'm you're leaving," and. Head out of the office down to the bottom level, asking around for the senior trainer of the, the Conclave. And you do find him. Um, and what, what exactly are you asking? What are you asking him again?
1: I've done pretty well in the training of, of my choice. But there are fighting styles out there that contradict my own. I'd like you to send with us on our trip t- to meet up with uh, Tomas Rothan Someone who could train me in a style I'm not so proficient in. Would that be possible, Master?
0: And he kind of scratches his head a little bit. And... What, what expedition
1: are you going on? We're going to meet up with uh, a member Rathen. of the Conclave, a man named Thomas Rothin. He told me he trained with ohm himself. has in my mind, is enough to try and help this motherfucker out. Honestly,
0: um, I, 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 I did hear about the the mission you're speaking of. From what I understood, they're planning on sending a small group as an infiltration mission. Um, and you—you—you you, you can see him hesitating, as though he kind of just doesn't know what to, how to take this request. Um, I suppose if you're looking for training, you could hire out a trainer, but I'm not authorized to just send members out to train people. We have training here at, at the Conclave, but... I mean, I suppose you could ask Mark Trainer if he wants to go with you, but he does have duties of his own here. I mean, if you're looking...
1: I understand that. And I, I truly appreciate that you have a system in place. However, in my experience, there's no there's no competition for training on the road. It's the only way I understand how to do it. I adapt, and I get better. I think you've seen that for yourself. That scroll of the pole on defense. It's no joke, you've seen me use every single position. You tell me right now if I didn't do it perfectly, but I did a training on the road. If I could help with your sway to convincing one of your fighters onto the road with me, I'm sure I could become a formidable foe to anyone who come across my path.
0: Make a a persuasion check.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, 20. I just thought, I was like, it's going to be
4: a natural 20 for this. Ugh. What do you got to say to a natural 20 on that pleading, baby? Um. So he
0: kind of looks at you and says, fuck you, Kyle. And just grabs the <laughs> crotch and, and flicks you off. Um. So he, he's,
1: hey, I rolled my that 1 earlier. I earned it.
0: Yeah, you did. And the man is kind of stroking his chin a little bit and thinking to himself, Well, I suppose I do know a guy. He is a field researcher who lives in town, and I don't think he's doing anything right now. If you're looking for that type of training... The least you can do is ask and see if he wants to come along. You have to pay him probably, but he's the best guy I can think of for what you're asking.
1: Money is not an option. But if you could send me a note with your word, master. It's a, it carries more weight than my own. tell you what i'll
0: i'll go visit him tonight and if he's interested i'll have him come see you in the morning where are you staying at
1: i'm staying at the singing nave
0: fair enough i'll give him a i'll give him a visit tonight and see if he might be interested
1: <laughs> well, nice. I appreciate it. And I will walk away.
0: Okay. So Vale, I'm sure by this point you've read the contract. Um what's everybody doing right now?
5: So uh, uh, vale. vale leans over and he says, I I'd like to um renegotiate this contract. Just very small. Um, part I'm not asking for much but in section 2.5 the additional incentive payment for each monster slain I would like to increase that from 50 to 75
0: and um, the the archivist kind of smiles and chuckles a little bit and says oh really now And why do you think you're worth more than our average field researcher on the amounts that are given for collecting?
5: I doubt your average field researcher slays a green dragon. I doubt your average field researcher brings back an item such as a dream root. I doubt your average field researcher can hold their own so well in battle when your average field researcher <coughs> was slain in battle,
0: go ahead and make your persuasion check.
2: Come on, Nat 20.
1: And the way he's saying that's it, almost a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> and. Whoa.
0: The archivist kind of chuckles and says. That field researcher died on your watch. Touche. And, <laughs> quite frankly, Not that, that watching us. researcher has slain more than his fair share of green dragons. So... The,
5: the gentleman got taken out by a bee. Okay? A bee.
3: Hey, yeah. they were giant bees.
4: He's killed like six or seven dragons
0: Exactly
5: That's like a Steve Irwin right there Dude messes with alligators and snakes And and gets taken out by the one thing You could pet at an aquarium
0: (laughs) Yep pretty much (laughs) But he he Doesn't seem to be going for it And he says Continue to succeed In your assignments And that pay will increase
5: Alright alright Last offer. (laughs) 55 gold. That gives us 11 each per head. That's only one gold more each per monster slain.
1: Are we not being paid per person?
5: So we are for 25 gold a day per person. However, it's each monster slain.
0: Oh, okay. I gotcha. I almost want to make you roll with at disadvantage.
5: Jeez. I do that.
3: If you're, if you're standing near or sitting near me, because I was waiting for you to give me the go ahead to sign the contract that you're still holding, um, I'm good. I'm gonna guide you. I'm just gonna give you a little, little nudge on the shoulder, tap on the shoulder.
2: There you go. Okay.
5: There you go. So, what does the guidance do? You uh, so probably we'll also
2: like look up from reading. Yeah. Be like, do you know uh, the magic item are?
5: <laughs> you roll a d4. Okay, so persuasion at disadvantage. I'm going to say a since
0: Apollyon is assisting, straight, per- straight um, persuasion check, add a D4. All
5: right. So that's going to be 14 on the persuasion roll, and then let me roll my D4. Got
0: to be the 17.
5: That's going to be 18 total.
0: Okay, your DC to hit was 17. So, the the balding human kind of rolls his eyes and gives a really deep sigh. Since you brought us a dream route, 55.
5: Ah, excellent.
0: He pulls out a a quill, appears in his hand, out of nowhere, and he scratches... The number out on each page, writes the number 55, and then initials next to it.
5: <laughs> Excellent. And uh, with that, um, Veil will mage hand, uh, pick up a scroll, and with the biggest John, it, it, it would put John Hancock's signature to shame. And he just <laughs> draws a huge Neekthros Veil on the contract. <laughs> I love it.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna take the quill from him and then I'm gonna kind of like try and find a spot that's not already covered by his signature to try and like
5: one of the L loops. Yeah,
3: but just just put like an, an E. <laughs> just like it
5: eh. and but and when I said one I meant the only L loop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but sure enough, once you, it's signed uh the archivist collects all of the, the contracts, um, gives one over to you with his own stamp and signature on it, rolled up, um, and he pushes over the bag of holding as well, and says, "Yeah, keep keep your your monster heads stored in this this time. R and D really prefers our their <laughs> specimens specimens fresh."
5: Oh, they didn't like the uh, display against the wall.
1: <laughs> no, they didn't like the fact no, that they were oozing not so much.
5: <laughs>
1: not so
3: they were they were they were gooey.
1: So just oh. to be clear, we're still collecting the heads. <laughs> Nothing has changed. We're still collecting heads. We're still collecting oh, heads. Oh my god.
5: <laughs> and I'm assuming um this is like <laughs> a bag of holding, but the yeah, like re- refrigerated yeah,
4: I think it's, didn't it's, they say in Critical Role it only holds like 200 pounds instead of like 500, like a bag of holding or probably, something like that? Probably. I'll make
0: yeah. a, I'll make a handout for you guys later on that one. That was just a spur of the moment thing. Yeah,
5: that's pretty cool. Does it feel cold from ended? the outside? I'm like
0: from, hugging from the, it. From the outside, it just looks like a small satchel with a, oh. a, a strap that kind of goes over your shoulder. Is how I envision it. Um, it's just like pageboy bag basically. But when you open it up, um, it, it has enough sized you could probably fit a troll's head inside of there if you stretched it out fully. So it's a, it's a pretty big uh, well well stretchable material. But on the I outside, heard if you
1: rub the hair of a troll head it gives you good luck.
0: But <laughs> from, from the outside it just feels like a normal little leather pageboy sack.
5: Fucking bard's head's going in there. Ooh. All right, so uh, what time is it now?
0: I'd say probably early afternoon-ish, pushing maybe
5: 3.34. All right, are we going to um, embark first thing tomorrow morning? I think that's the idea.
0: Yeah, that's correct. The fair w- so- the Fairwaters <laughs> set sail first thing in the morning.
3: Okie dokes. So am I going to carry the bag of colding because, you know, I'm resistant sure. to cold and all that?
4: Sure. Knock stuff out.
3: Woohoo! Oh, I have to keep track of heads now. Okay.
0: But you,
4: I can still do that if you want. It's okay. It
0: <laughs> so you take up the bag of colding and slip it over yeah. your shoulders, and from there you can stick around the conclave. You can do whatever, whatever else you want. You can go yeah. to bed and get up first thing in the morning. It is entirely yeah. Different. Let's, Let's say do that. We-
5: yeah, let's get out of town. Yeah, so uh, or can we stay at the Conclave tonight, or do we have to go back to the um, end? I don't think well, they
1: we, have we, uh, I, I went ahead and removed money from my sack to pay for another night at the Conclave, so we, mm-hmm. we've got uh, another night there. Or at the Knave? Yeah. The Knave, yeah. You
0: could request. Uh, lodging at the conclave too if you wanted to.
4: That's up to you. Well our horses and stuff are at the friggin' yes, plus we're closer to the dock if we're staying with the at the nave.
5: <clears throat> so um if there's one thing I've learned in my years of playing this, it's always split the party. So I'm going to um request lodging personally um at the conclave tonight and I'm going to see if I could also research a language while um uh, before you know some light reading this this evening into the night.
3: Is Jareth going to stay with you indoors?
5: No, I'm going to, uh, he usually stays outside and kind of watches the windows <laughs> in the, um, especially, uh, from what happened last couple nights ago at the conclave. He's going to be perched on a roof adjacent to the building.
3: Oh, okay. Well, since he's in the room, I'm just going to scratch his cheeks a little bit before we leave.
5: He likes it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. so upon requesting lodging at the conclave, the archivist does nod and say, we do have rooms on the fourth floor for um, members of the conclave. So if you need a place to stay for the night, you can. They are um, two-person rooms, um, but comfortable well enough you can you can take one if you want to. You don't have to pay or anything like that, um, unless you plan on staying longer than a day, but you're, you're not. So go ahead and um, ask reception to have someone escort you to the fourth floor dormitories, and uh, breakfast will be brought to you in the morning.
5: Ah, Thank you. Lovely.
1: Oh, so fast.
3: Just in case. I mean, you can't use it today, but just in case.
4: What was that? I'll give her. Yeah, I'll give you the stone. So you know where to meet us in the yeah, morning. Yeah, that works.
0: KK. Okay. And the you are in, in the packet of information that you're given. You are directed to a specific port, uh, a specific dock where the ship will be. Um, I'm trying to remember what I wrote down. Fair waters or something. Yeah. It is the fair waters. I thought I had a an actual um hint or flyer for it, but I can't find it now. Anyway, um, yeah, but you can find the you can find the boat in the morning. Um, vale, you get uh, an easy sleep. Over that, um, staying at the conclave, um, you what what language in particular are you requesting?
5: Uh, orcish.
0: Okay. Um, once you are taken to your dormitory, um, you ask the scribe to provide this to you, and it, he does bow. And probably thirty minutes later, um, he arrives with dinner and a book. Um, that is basically a dictionary for the language of Orc. And he says, this is one of several copies we we keep on hand for field researchers. Um, Probably take you some time studying it, but if you're wanting to learn Orcish, you can take this with you.
5: Oh, I appreciate it. So I'm allowed to take it from the Conclave?
0: Yeah, that's correct.
5: Excellent. So uh, in the most... um, Uncharacteristic of Vale, he's very gracious and thankful to this person for bringing. It. He must be in a good mood,
0: <laughs> indeed. And the young man ex- accepts your thanks and tells you if you need anything, just pull the drawstring in the corner and someone will come see you. Um, but for th- other than that, have a pleasant evening.
5: Excellent. All right. And uh, I guess through th- the the rest of the evening, um, I will be reading that, and then right before bed, I'm going to be casting Animate Dead three times into the portable hole, and then I will be casting um, a... You will
4: use mage armor, if you wanted to put that back in your ring. You yeah,
5: know. I'm going to... Well... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know as I continue. You, you can continue on with the, um, the story.
1: Okay. Um, so- I'd like to set up a system of watches back at the singing nave.
0: Okay. What are you wanting to set up?
1: Just that everybody take a watch during the night. We just got confronted by people. I'd like to have people watch out for if anybody's still watching us.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, if you guys don't want to do anything else for the rest of the evening, you can um, have your dinner, make um, make your way up to your rooms. Um, I think I think you paid for one more night, so you should be fine. Um, anyway, what? Um, who's taking first watch? And where are you all staying?
1: Well. Yeah. <coughs> Did you say you will, Alexa? Yeah, I'll
3: take the first watch. What?
0: Uh, okay. Words. Okay. I moved you over to the um, Singing Knave map. Um, go ahead and make your perception check, Eloise. As you settle in for your watch. Is there anything you want to do before you before you take your first watch,
3: I'm just gonna take my first watch. I'm gonna keep an eye out to see if any of the birds that I've sent come back and
4: oh, that's
3: guide myself just to make sure that I'm extra paying extra attention because what went down today was real weird and and Everyone said that those weren't great people, so...
0: Okay. Go ahead and make your um, perception check as you're taking your first watch.
3: And then... With a uh, a
0: 19. Yep.
3: Just in case. There we go. 23. 23.
0: Remember to say you're going to use guidance before you... I did. Oh, did you?
4: Yeah, she did. Yeah. She said that we're a real bad guy. The guys are real bad people. She wants to make sure.
0: My bad. But I'm extra,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm extra focused on paying attention.
0: Okay, perfect. So with a 23, you spend your first two hours looking out the windows, checking the door, listening to any sounds in the end. And it is a raucous night at the end. Quite a few people are downstairs drinking and singing. There's uh, a bard playing downstairs and you, you even just to be sure you go run down there and check, but it's, it's a halfling woman sitting there uh, playing the flute. It's nothing to be worried about, (laughs) (laughs) but, and, but, and with your 23, you can also see uh, the throngs of people making their way out of, out into the street. Um, plenty of passersby to watch but you don't see anyone that looks like the bard or any of the other individuals that you had met on that weird encounter so your watch goes by fairly uneventful
1: alright I'll take second watch okay (coughs) go ahead
0: and make your perception check
1: That's an 18.
0: Okay. And looking around as well, um, very similar to what I described for Eloise. I'm, I'm not going to make you guys, I'll keep rolling.
1: All right. Uh, if that's the case, then I'd like to roll a sleight of hand to slip a note into Eloise's sack while she's asleep.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah, with a Ooh. 21. Eloise is over there snoring, laying on the floor, and you very quietly just walk over and slip a note into there. Um, text it the, the, te- the, the message to me privately, and I will send it directly to just her.
1: Oh, I've, I've just it got to it you. saved or in my just... phone. I'm prepared to send it to her if she finds it.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Anyway... Um, so yeah, all four of you spend your evening, uh, watching and other than the people downstairs, no one bothers you. Um, nothing happens throughout the night. It goes by relatively peacefully for all of you. And you're all able to eventually wake up. Are meeting
3: Thomas at, at the boat?
4: N- uh, no. We're Is going to plan? meet him in the field.
3: Oh, okay.
2: What about the shooter on the grassy knoll?
5: Yeah, as long as he doesn't have magic bullets, we're good.
2: He's just going <laughs> to cast Fireball. <laughs>
0: okay. So, you all wake up, have uh, an early breakfast. Vale, you, you are provided a breakfast as well from the Conclave, and when you're ready to head out, you are allowed to go about your merry way. You all yeah. meet up again in the smi- the Smiling Knave Inn and um, collect your thoughts before heading out. Is there anything you guys want to do before you um, head to your boat?
4: Just yeah. this.
0: Mm. Mm, mage armor. Okay. So, as you all complete your breakfast, you head out towards the harbor, where, sure enough, you find the dock in question. On the information you you were provided, and there you find a small fishing vessel.
3: About early enough that there's not too many people around.
4: No. Um, <laughs> I- okay. to
3: More
0: flyers.
4: That's <laughs>
0: What are you pasting yeah. flyers on? Just as you you have... just
3: anything I walk past.
0: Go ahead and make a slide of hand check. Sure. So, okay. Um, roll me three d ten.
1: I'd just like to point out the last slide of hand rolled was a twenty one. Just saying. <laughs> and i don't have special gloves
0: so as you as you're walking down towards the harbor eloise is skipping back and forth along the wall along the wall uh, roads pasting flyers up on the walls of of houses and a- as you guys are walking on you're hearing people starting to yell at her hey stop pasting shit on my building
5: i yell back well then go to mitchell's Oh Fuck no!
0: I'm not going in Monday Mitchell's. Well, and they rip it down, and but you 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 manage to to paste sixteen flyers up as you're walking. Now, um, hmm.
5: real quick, I, I say um, to Eloise as we're going, I say, "Hey, get them all out while you can now, because the last time we were out in on our own outside of town, we were followed back. So I'm not sure how good of an idea it would be to do that again."
3: That
0: boat's going to be so full of flies. Goddamn. Anywho. So you find a, a medium sizedish fishing vessel, about 120 or so feet in length, um, heading up th- to the gangplank, you see a very tanned human male with long black hair and a big bushy black beard, kind of standing there waiting for you. And you all approach. He he calls out, Are "You the Conclave folks? easier yes, come on the boat. Come on aboard. The captain'll meet you." And he leads all of you up the small gangplank. To... I'll just go ahead and move you guys over to the place. Because I made a map for that. But you find a very sturdy little fishing vessel. A couple of uh, rowboats to either side. The captain apparently is a greenish-yellow-skinned tiefling woman. um, Very burly and beefy woman with a saber at her side, who introduces herself as Talia and tells you that you all have bunks on the lower level of the ship there. You can stow your gear wherever you want. If you have horses, they can be brought on board, but they're gonna have to stay on the, on the deck of the ship for, throughout the, the voyage. Apart from the two of them, there's also a halfling man and a tabaxi woman. Um, a woman who has a very tan fur and really, really big, wide ears. Think kind of like uh, uh, naked cat style big ears. And it appears that, that the four of them make up the crew of this uh, little fishing vessel.
4: Fishing vessel with one, two, three ballistas. Good big fish, (laughs) exactly.
0: You noticing that and kind of peering around the ballistas? The captain kind of nods and leans against one of them as she chuckles. There's a lot bigger things on the rivers than fish, boys. These things are for protection of the bigger things, the things that, you know, like to fly at you, not the things that swim at you.
4: Ah, birds. Rocks. Birds, birds, yeah,
0: dragons, harpies, all sorts of fuckery.
5: Oh, how long's the, uh, the travel, how long's the trip going to take?
0: I estimate with fair winds, probably reach there early morning on the fourth day. Not too long at all.
1: All Alright. Do I see an extra member we haven't met yet joining the boat?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Liam, while you were having breakfast, a... Dwarf approaches your group You're the one looking for a trainer He says as he kind of Sits down at
1: Badlax Absolutely There's stuff you know that I The fact that I can't do it Makes me want to do it just that much more Do you understand?
0: Well I've been fighting for Many many years now I'm 167, so I know a thing or two. You're looking. I'm
1: to- interested in learning. I'm a quick learner. You'll find that out. I like to drink, but I'm a quick learner. Either way,
0: <laughs> well, I like to drink too, kid. My fees: 50 gold a day.
1: Happy to pay it. Welcome. To the Fabulous
5: Five, my friend. That's a 25 gold deficit of of what you're making.
1: I'm totally fine with it. I didn't spend all my money in town unlike some people.
5: (laughs) Bale looks over his left and right shoulders.
0: Here's the ground rules, kid. I'm here to train and train with you, I will. I'll fight to protect my life, but... I ain't a member of your little group and whatever mission you're working for the Conclave it ain't my mission.
1: So you don't take a cut. You're my kind of trainer. I like you already. What's your name or what would you prefer I call you?
0: My name's Karn. You can call me Karn. You kind of... Carl. Karn. K-A-R-N. And he sits down his battle axe and... Puts a hand out to, to towards you. And you see he's a ginger and brown beard dwarf. Um, long, long beard, but short cropped hair. He's, besides wielding a great axe, he's sporting full plate armor. He has a long bow over his shoulder as well. He looks fit and... Ready to fight, and he has his own gear. He, he actually is carrying his own bedroll and bag.
1: Yeah, he gets a, a full full on beastmaster grip right on back to him. You know, grab the forearm, shake the whole arm type thing. Hell yeah!
0: Well, great. Where are we going?
1: Well, looks like we're going east.
0: East. Fine. Ready when you are, kid. Good to go. He stomps on board and the captain kind of raises an eyebrow and says, I wasn't told there'd be six of you.
5: Surprise.
1: (laughs) What's the problem? Can you both not handle one more person?
0: Just one more mouth to feed, but that's fine. I get paid by the passenger, not by the, the mile. Whatever. She just spits over the side of the boat.
5: Well, uh, not to um, tell you to do your job, Captain, but what do you say we hoist anchor and head out?
0: Good with that. And she st- begins calling out orders to all of her men who very quickly start moving around. The anchor is pulled up, the oars <laughs> are pushed, and the boat begins to back away and glide out into the harbor. And as all of you are standing ab- on deck, kind of watching wistfully, As the boat uh, turns and eventually heads east into the mouth of the river. All of you feel a deep sense of accomplishment and a sense of purpose that you may not have felt when you first arrived (laughs) on the port. And with all of your adventures there over... A longer three days than I was expecting, but that's okay. Um you've all leveled up to seven.
1: Yeah. yeah. Alright, man, at this point should I should I roll for Tom and Jerry? Yes,
0: we have not done that in a minute. Let me take a look on your gear. Where is it? There he is. Okay, we've done up to day five, so go ahead and give me two more d20 rolls.
1: Here we go. A 20 and a 7.
0: Okay, good to know. So that's been saved on Liam's wagon. So we have all those things um, marked off. I've been kind of thinking about how I want to to um, to tell the story of Tom and Jerry and their little trip to Weston, and <laughs> I kind of want to actually just write a short story about it. So I think that's my, that might be what I do.
1: The short story can can take up five minutes. It can go so. Fast and includes so much information.
0: Yeah, I'm currently writing a short story about Alnad and his time in Valena. So I'll post that once that's finished. But maybe I, I might do Tom and Jerry next. That might be fun.
3: Because
0: <laughs> they, they, they argue like things. an old
3: married couple, they bicker.
1: Oh,
0: uh, absolutely. Yes. It's been some interesting roles they've had.
1: That was actually at the base creation of them. Absolutely, yeah. Oops.
0: But we'll be picking up next session um, with uh, you guys sailing on a boat towards the next location. Um, I, I had a map up a second ago. Let me see if I can find it again. Oh, yeah. So, there we go. So, just kind of looking at the map. I'll kind of move that so everybody watching can see it as well. But... They're heading... They're right here in Port Valena. And they're going to be following this river down through... Past this lake here. Past uh, the river up to Weston. And into the next location... Uh, Leverin, which is where you guys are going to be meeting up with uh, Tomas. So we will be picking up next session with uh, your guys' trip.
4: It's a lot of coverage. wonder how many uh, random encounters we're going to end
1: up Guys, I don't know if you know this, but with all those potions I bought, I'm a freaking healer now, so you know, just saying.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. You you guys are heading out for uh, very prepared and and well-stocked for this mission, so we'll see exactly what you guys do. But um, is there anything you guys want to accomplish um, on your first day's journey since we have a little bit of time left?
5: I'll just be reading my my Orcish dictionary to keep studying.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have you roll... um, Give me two intelligence checks uh, for the, the previous night and the next one, and uh, I'll have you record that on your character sheet for me.
5: So, okay, I'm, I'm in the process of leveling up, so I don't think I can go into my character sheet yet.
0: Okay, well, then at, when you're done, that's totally fine.
5: Okay, two, um, you said <clears throat> two intelligence checks?
0: Yeah, two intelligence checks. This is going to be you uh, reading the book and trying to memorize the language
3: okay i'm gonna probably end up annoying all of the people on this boat just incessantly asking questions about like what what are they doing why are they doing it what is it what is it how does it like what does it do to the ship how is the ship moving like all those questions
0: oh absolutely and We'll probably do most of that tomorrow or next session. That way I can actually do some reading on how a boat actually functions because I don't, <laughs> I, I don't sail.
1: So you can have answers, right? That's exactly. So, so uh, is,
4: there, is there a crow's nest?
0: There is not a crow's nest. Um, God, there is a crossbeam um, at the top of the main um, sail and th- there's um, basically one big main sail and a couple smaller side sails that catch the wind. Um, there is a crossbar that you could climb up to and sit on. That but it's not going to be that comfortable. It's not, like the big, it's not the big circle thing. This is not like mm. a, this is not a seafaring vessel. It's for rivers.
1: Mm. Yeah, I figure the first day I'd probably just be training with uh, Karn. That?
4: Did you post that because of me or did you accidentally post that for the pounce?
2: Yeah, I actually don't know what that is. It appeared on my character sheet when I leveled up, but it's not like in the player's handbook or anything. I actually have no idea what that ability is.
0: Uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to look that up this next session. Um, Liam, <laughs> go ahead and make a wisdom check for me.
1: Wisdom check coming up. Uh, oh, I found it. it. It's is. in Tasha's. Yeah. A 19. Ooh, that's decent. Hey, 19. So I'm
0: going to say, yeah, for your first day, you're doing pretty well. Hey. Trading oh. blows with um, with your trainer. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and end the stream here for the night. So uh, just for everybody here at Random Rhapsody, I want to say thank you to everybody who watched tonight. I'm Matthew R. Dawson, and on behalf of everyone here in the Random Rhapsody crew, I want to say thank you to everybody who watched tonight. Have a good evening, and we'll see you next Monday. Good night.